0: Hey y'all, and welcome to another episode of Be Still and Run. I am your host Alianne, and today I wanted to share how I have been hearing the voice of God, and I felt like this was a really good topic to get into with um, stretching because when we can hear the voice of God, God will definitely start stretching us, and even if you're in God's word, he's going to stretch you because that is his primary way of speaking is through his written word. So anytime that you start hearing from God, he's going to start stretching you in the, it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to strengthen you. It's going to encourage you. It's going to rebuke you. It's God's word and the way he works. It's going to make you a Better person, and uh, his ultimate goal when we as, as humans on earth is to become more like his son, to become more like Jesus Christ. To be able, he wants other people to look at us and not see us, but to see Christ, and because we are supposed to be his ambassadors. So, I just share a few points in today's episode on what has been helping me because I have been struggling with this for a long time. So, um, just, I encourage you to take what you hear today and really take it to heart. Hopefully it will encourage you to spend more time, um, getting to know God and really learning who he is. So thank you for tuning in. And I will let you get to the episode now. So John 10, 27 says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. So there's a lot of different key parts in this scripture. And the whole section around this is actually worth looking into if you're wanting to hear God's voice because it is very important to realize that there are, um, what do you call them? There are shepherds that are not of God, and we have one shepherd that we need to be listening to, which is Christ. Um, there is a lot of false vines. John 15, 1, says that Jesus is the true vine which is implying that there are other, like, false finds and different things. And Scripture is talking—it talks a lot about, like, um, testing the spirits and seeing if it's of God and really just making sure you're in truth because the enemy, um, Satan, is all about lies and deceit and false— Things that could seem like truth. He's all about twisting the truth, taking scripture and sharing something that sounds like it's true, but at the root, it is not. And just going off of that really quick, I actually, for a time, could have, if it hadn't been for the people around me, gotten sucked into what people call the prosperity gospel or the name it and claim it type. I, for a while, um, really struggled with that because the truths, or not the truths, but like what they were saying was in scripture about how you have to believe and how you can ask whatever you want and God will give it and just all of these different things. And people around me were like, this it's, isn't the way it is. And I struggled with that for a while. Um, one time... My When I was little, uh, no, I wouldn't have been little. I would have been like, I don't know, I'm going to say 17, somewhere around there. I, uh, was praying for, I think it was another horse. And I would just go around telling everybody something like, I'm going to get another horse. God's going to give me another horse. And, um... I mean, I had faith that if I did pray um, enough or if I trusted God for it or whatever, then He would give it to me if it was His will. But just thinking back of the different times that I was like, okay, I'm going to pray for this and God's going to give it to me, which is not the truth because then that puts us in place of God. And whenever that happens, it's a false gospel. It's a false Um, lie or deceit. So keep that in mind, because that is very, very important when trying to learn to hear the voice of God, is that there are things out there that sound true, but they really aren't. And also another thing I want to point out is, when we're talking about uh, hearing the voice of God, we're not talking about an audible voice. We are talking about a it's almost like a soft whisper or what people would say, like your conscience. Um, that's sort of what the Holy Spirit is going to sound like. He's going to It's going to be like an inner um, nudge or I don't want to say feeling because then you could take that the wrong way. But it's like this nudge or like this thing in the back of your mind that comes up and you're just like, Okay, what is this? A lot of times um, I have noticed people who do hear the voice of God, they will either know right away that it's him or they will sort of have to take it and be like, God, is this really you? Depending on what it is, if it, it could be something that may go against scripture or whatever. And that's something to keep in mind is that if it does go against scripture, it is not God's voice. It is not the Holy Spirit inside of you. So just, um, I don't know, a few months ago I was, um, I was praying about something and I remember God stopping me at, um, the river or somewhere. And I felt like he put on my heart, you need to speak people's language. You need to speak, in a way that is, um, that people will understand. Uh, And right after that, the scripture popped up in my head about being a trickling voice. And I like immediately forgot about the first part and I was like, oh, I need to be like a trickling voice. I had never really read the scripture about what that part was what that meant so my initial reaction was to grab onto that scripture and cling to it and my mom was like you know that scripture is not like that's not what it's talking about and I was like oh okay so then I made originally went back to what I was pretty sure God had told me but I just clung to the scripture which I believe the enemy put into my heart immediately after what God said, because he knew it would twist the scripture and it would cause confusion. But I'm thankful for the people in my life who (laughs) always takes me back to scripture because I would be sunk if it wasn't for them. So just remembering that The word of God, God will never go against his word. He'll never tell you to do something or he'll never nudge you to do something that goes against his word or goes against his nature. That is something that I have that has really helped me um, to, oh, I don't know, like focus on how I hear the voice of God and the more we can spend in Scripture and in the Bible and in studying it, and I'm not just saying study it with other people's words, but actually sitting down and reading it and letting the Spirit of God, if you are saved, speak to you through that and help you figure it out, what it means and how it applies to your life and different things. Um, and that actually comes from romans 10 17 faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god um, so hearing the word of god is going to give you faith and the faith is what's going to help you figure out what god's voice is um, down the road and everything um, so if you're wanting to i'm saying i'm um a lot today Sorry. Um, If you're wanting to hear the voice of God, I would definitely suggest three things. And that is to spend as much time in God's word as you possibly can to meditate on it. um, Really think about it. Ask questions about it. Pray about it. um, Picture it in your mind. What's actually going on? Really let it settle down into your heart because that is going to be how you're going to learn God's voice So one of the illustrations from high school that I really remember that has always stuck with me is that bankers, when they are going through their classes and their training and everything, in order to recognize what counterfeit money is, they don't handle the fake money at all. What they do is they handle the real money so much and so often that they can immediately pick up when there is a counterfeit money because it does not resemble the real stuff. They can just, they know the real stuff so well that they can sense or feel or whatever you would call that. That when someone gives them a fake money, then they can immediately pick it up. So that, that's that been something that has always helped me and encouraged me to really get into scripture really be in it as much as possible Um, my sister and i this year are or not are we are trying to in adjacent to any of our bible studies or our time alone with the lord trying to listen through the entire bible this year um just sort of like in the background or while we're doing something that doesn't really require any thought just because we want to be so filled with his word we want that to be what is in our hearts we want to know when fake stuff comes in we want to be so in tune with God's word and God's ways so we thought that would be kind of a kind of a fun thing to try and get in this year But we're not necessarily like setting that as a goal to where we have to listen to the entire Bible through the year. So that could just be something you could add if you wanted to. And another thing that has been really helping me over the last few years is having a godly authority in your life that you can go to and be like, This is what I feel the Lord is putting on my heart. Do you think this is accurate? Does this line up with scripture? Because a lot of times our minds, we can't see the reality. We can't see the truth. So it is sometimes even if you just share openly with somebody, this is what I'm thinking. Somehow that you see and hear what you're saying and you're like, oh, wait, wait. That doesn't sound right or that that does sound right or and also something else is if I were to sit down and write down what I'm thinking and somebody else were to be telling me that what would my response be I would I be like oh no that would definitely not be something God would be telling you or would it be something about like, Oh yeah, I don't know. I don't understand why not. Like, and then all these scriptures will pop in my head and I'll be like, Oh, well, yeah, that's of course God would say that. Um, but one of my biggest is definitely having godly authority in my life. Ones who study the word, read the word and pray, and they're really maturing in their faith. Um, just having that has been huge for me because I am not, I do not have the gift of discernment at all. I have been naive between truth and lies for like my entire life. My mom says that I used to see ads when I was little and be like, Oh mom, look, it says it'll do this. We should get this. And so I, I really have to pray for wisdom, like constantly throughout the day. Like God is what is going on here? What is this? And whatever. So I definitely don't have the gift of discernment when it comes to that. So having that authority in my life that I can go to and be like, is this something God would be saying? Is this something God would be leading me to do? Has really been helpful for me. And I would definitely recommend that even if you aren't naive, or even if you do have the gift of discernment, just being able to have that feedback and to, have the assurance um, from somebody else, and then having that accountability as well is really good. So I just wanted to quickly encourage you guys, before I jump off here, to try and commit to having some kind of goal to spend time in God's Word. If, If hearing the voice of God is something you want to learn, I would just challenge you to, one... Something I have been doing recently, which I am loving. I never, yeah, this will go off topic, so I won't go into that. But it just asks the Holy Spirit to fill you, um, or ask God to just pour out the Spirit over you, and just make a commitment to be in God's Word for whatever amount of time you can handle right now. Um, A long time ago, I made a commitment to open the Bible for myself every day and read at least one verse. And to my knowledge, in, I'm going to say, maybe 12 years now. um, Yeah, I would say about 12 years now. I have only skipped two days that I can remember. So just because that is such a small goal for me, Like, oh, I can open my Bible and just read a verse and think about it for a little while. Just having that has been huge because I don't have to be like, oh, I have to read the Bible for 15 minutes today or whatever. I would normally, I spend, I don't know, I would say Well, no, because sometimes I will literally sit and just meditate on one verse for a little while. It's So I guess that is just my goal is to just read one verse for myself every day and to try and think on it, not just read it and then shut the Bible. So that would be something I would definitely encourage you guys to do is to ask um, God to fill you with the Spirit and to make a commitment, even if it's super small— to be in God's Word every day to some extent. Even if it's literally just a verse a day, just make that commitment and see if you can start just having a desire to hear God's voice and to learn from Him and to hear from Him and to spend time with Him because His Word is... <laughs> it's, it's so much more powerful and encouraging and full of wisdom and direction, than I think we give him credit for. So I would definitely encourage you guys to do that. And I did want to mention, if you guys have not heard yet, I finished the Simplicity of Christianity book, um, where I kind of combine all of what I have learned for the last 20 years of Christianity into one little seven part book as to what I think is like the foundations of making the Christian life not so difficult because God, or Jesus said that his burden is light. And I can't remember what the other, um, the other vocabulary word that was there, but his burden is light. Oh, easy. And If our Christianity is like this burdensome, tired thing that we get up every day and it's like, why am I doing this? Then there's something wrong with that because Christianity is supposed to be about a relationship with Christ and Christ working in us, not us doing the work or us having a long list of stuff that we need to do, which is based on religion. Um, If you haven't noticed in reading the Gospels, Jesus does not like the religious people very much. He um, is very against religion. He came to earth um, to reconcile our relationship with the Father. He really wants a relationship with us. And I can't think of the scripture that that's in. It's in 1st or 2nd Corinthians. I think it's chapter 5. Verses 17 to 21 maybe might be second corinthians but if you look in one of the corinthians you'll find it but it talks about like the reason that god sent jesus to earth it was to reconcile our relationship and then for us to reflect jesus and to be ambassadors for him so i am also currently working on a new project which i honestly am afraid because it's definitely jumping out of my comfort zone. It's definitely stretching me in ways I was not necessarily um, planning on doing, but just the fact that I've been really trying to surrender my life completely to Christ and allowing him to work in me. He's definitely stretching me and encouraging me to go places that I was never really intending on going which is perfectly fine as long as I can just keep my eyes on Christ because the more I'm stretched out of my comfort zone, the more I learn about God and the more my relationship with him strengthens. And that in itself has just been worth just pushing through because everything inside of me just seems to like scream no or don't do that. Um, and I'm not saying that's like, I don't have peace. It's just a fear. It's just, I need to get rid of the fear in me. And so, yeah, I'm really excited about it. I have a lot of people, a lot of, um, godly authority that I want to be talking with in the coming months to really settle and figure out what I'm going to be doing specifically. But it is going to be in person um stuff for right now in our town. I am hoping or thinking of then expanding it on to online for those of you who do not live around me. Um eventually hopefully recording some things and putting it um to where you guys can access it. But for right now, I really feel like God wants me to focus on in-person things um, as much as I possibly can, because I feel like the culture is gravitating toward the internet so much that we are lacking on in-person relationships and in-person friends and people that we can actually encourage each other and build each other up rather than just online friends that um, they can be encouraging, but if you haven't noticed, the culture is becoming more lonely and, um, more depressed than ever before. And it's because we are not having those in-person relationships, which is the way God created us to be. So over the next couple of months, I will be working on that project. Um, the simplicity of Christianity, uh, ebook is sort of like a preparation for what I will be doing. And, I'm not sure if it's gonna be like a workshop or what it's gonna be, but it's gonna be something and I'm really excited about it. Um and next week I am hoping to talk on stepping out of our comfort zone because that is something God has definitely been working on with me, and I feel like for this month, just talking about the topic of stretching, then this will be a really good. Um, Thing to share just sort of what God's been doing in my life and maybe give you guys some encouragement to step out of your comfort zone and follow God into territory that might seem a little scary or daunting. So I'll just be trying to share my story in this because I can't exactly tell you guys how to do it since I'm doing it myself. I can tell you what I'm doing, but I am not the type to tell you how you should be doing something if I do not do it myself. So I will let you guys go. I pray you have a wonderful week and hopefully this will be out Monday. If not, I will try to get it out Tuesday. I don't know when you guys listen to these, but I've been trying to get them out Monday and I will stop jabbering now. I pray you guys have a wonderful week. See you next time.